You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 210. So how do high-achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello. How are you feeling today? We don't ask that of each other enough, and it's something that is a must. So, how do you feel today? Excited? Tired? Overwhelmed? A bit anxious? Sad? How do you feel? This is something that helps us get in tune with what we need when we really check in with ourselves and we see, okay, hey, what's going on? And it's also really helpful to find out whether we are toughing something out or if we are making our life harder than it needs to be. Only you know for sure, but I'm going to give you a few examples today that will help you make the distinction. And if you think that you're just toughing it out, whatever you come away with from this podcast, I want to challenge you to ask yourself the questions that I bring up in this podcast and ask yourself those questions to see if are you truly toughing something out or are you making your life really hard, harder than it needs to be and you can change things. So before we dive in though, I want to say thank you. I want to say thanks to the people who attended my masterclass last week and made it so much fun. I really love teaching new material in a way I've never taught it before. And maybe I made some new Greek mythology or art history buffs. And if you saw it, you know what I mean. But if you didn't, do not have any FOMO because a few people emailed me asking if there was a replay of last week's masterclass, Your Next Evolution, and there is. You can watch it at dinacataldo.com forward slash evolution. And if you've been thinking about making any change in your life, you've got to watch this because in this masterclass, you're going to uncover your current patterns that aren't serving you, learn the mindset you need to get the outcomes that you want, and define your next steps to make your next move. So this is really helpful for you if you want to build your practice or you're considering leaving your practice either to start your own or to do something entirely different, maybe even to make partner. Like really, if you are in those positions where you want to make change, this is going to be really helpful for you to understand the patterns that come up for you that are not helpful and you're going to learn how to change them. Because we can't get to the next evolution of ourselves with our current mindset. To create something we've never created before, we have to evolve ourselves to make it happen. And if you take what you learn in this masterclass to heart, you are going to be a different person on the other side. You can watch it at dinacataldo.com forward slash evolution. Okay, let's talk about toughing it out. There is a difference between toughing something out when you need to do something hard in your law practice and making your practice harder than it needs to be. The problem is, is knowing the distinction. 
because they are very difficult to tell apart if you are not continually questioning them, which is why we end up in these law firms where nothing changes. It's because people aren't really looking for change and they just tough, they tell themselves they're just toughing things out because they're hard because that's just the way it is versus evaluating whether or not they're making the lives for themselves, their associates, their clients harder than it needs to be. And we follow the leaders within these firms and they teach us this way that they know how to do things and it was usually the way they were taught how to do things and no one reevaluates because if you believe things are hard and that's just the way it is, you're not thinking about how you can make things easier. You're thinking about how you can push through to get to the other side of whatever it is that you're working on and this is burnout culture. And it makes sense that you would white knuckle your way through your law practice if you don't know another way. You don't have the tools you need to change things. But we hit a threshold in our current abilities and instead of getting a new perspective, our firms just tend to try to steamroll everything in the way, lawyers included, to get a result. But the result is always helping the client, but it doesn't have to be at the expense of the attorney. This is an old paradigm. It's totally unnecessary. You can still help the client. You can still make money. You can still have happy lawyers in your firm. You can have all of these things. And because most firms don't implement these tools on their own, it's really up to you, right? It's up to the individual lawyers to seek change and hopefully bring it into the firm's culture, help people think differently. So that means you've got a responsibility, my friend, to yourself, right? To your sanity. And so this episode is going to help with that. So let's start by really starting to recognize the difference between toughing things out and making things harder for ourselves than they need to be. Toughing something out is like saying, I choose my hard. So for instance, it may be hard for you to speak up in court, but because you have a goal that includes speaking up in court, it's for your client, right? You choose that hard. Along the way, you make things as easy as possible for yourself, right? You prepare, you practice, you make time to prepare and practice, you ask for help, but you choose that hard because you want to improve your performance in court, you wanna serve your client. Or maybe you take a case on that's challenging. Maybe you don't know that particular area of law and you know that there are going to be times when you need to do additional research or learn a new skill set or ask for help so that you can make it work, right? Those are things where, okay, you make a decision, you want to create a result, and you can kind of tally off as you're going along like, oh yeah, this is going to make it easier for me, but I know that there's going to be some challenging things here, right? If I don't know the law in this particular area, I might need to ask for some help. I might need to do some more research, right? But making things harder than they need to be is a bit sneakier because these kinds of things feel like they have to happen, but they really don't. So let me give you a few examples. A client of mine is a junior partner and was the second in command on a large and fast moving project. And she led her team of associates and there was also a partner senior to her in charge overall. So there were a few goals that she had for this particular project that included scheduling. And so we took a look at them and I was basically getting her wish list from her to help make her life 
easier. And on the surface, they were things like getting to go out to relax Saturday nights, getting sleep, not hating her life. But when we dug a little bit deeper, we got some specifics. She wanted to create time for herself and for her associates so that Saturday nights, they could have it off without worrying about client demands and responding to emails. She also wanted to sleep on negotiation days instead of worrying about having the client contact them late at night and need to work through the night on additional changes. And she also wanted more control over the project so that she wouldn't feel so overwhelmed when she thought about it. And we're going to divide this up a little bit further, but first I want to let you know that these did not feel possible to her. That's why we did coaching on them, right? Like they did not feel possible. It felt like it was out of her control that they were going to have to work Saturday nights. She was, you know, the way she was explaining it is like, we're going to have to work Saturday nights. We're going to have to stay up late. I'm dreading it. I don't want to do this, right? Just taking it as a matter of fact that this is how this project was going to roll. And that doesn't have to be the case. Now, you might not always have influence on a project. You may not always have the ability to, you know, you might be able to explain something to someone, but they may not take what you have to say to heart, right? Like it's up to them to make those decisions. But when it comes to you, just taking things as a matter of course that they are hard is not going to be beneficial. Like if you look at your practice, where are you telling yourself that things are just hard, right? That this is just the way it is and I'm dreading this, but that's just the way it is. I want you to ask yourself in those areas of your practice, is that even true? And there's a few other questions I want you to ask yourself, okay? So so keep these in mind. These are questions that are gonna help you get a new perspective if you wanna make your life easier, if you want a new result. You can get this perspective by asking questions like, What if it were possible to make my life easier? Like just play, right? Your brain might be saying it's not possible, but then just answer it and say like, okay, fine. Like it's not possible. Let's just say it's 100% not possible. But what if it were? What if it were possible? How might that work for me? What might that look like? What can I do to make that possibility reality? And if your brain keeps giving you that feedback, saying something like, it's not possible, don't even bother looking at it, it's just not feasible, keep going back and say, like, that's totally okay, brain, I hear what you're saying, but let's just ask these questions for fun. Because you might find that there are answers that you discover that are much easier to implement than you ever thought possible. You've got to take your brain there or nothing different will happen. I mean, this is what coaching is about. It takes practice and we can't always see it because we're just too darn close. So we need somebody else sometimes to take a look at what's going on. And that's what happened in this situation with my client. So maybe you ask those questions and you look at the situation and nothing changes, but a lot of times it does, okay? It's like if you're not used to driving a car with a manual transmission because you've always driven automatic, you're going to wonder why the car overheats when you put your foot on the gas. You have to get used to the different gears, the sound of the engine, when it you put your when you move the gear, when you put your foot on the clutch, like how does the car feel? Like you have to practice this and just try it out, okay? If you've been running an automatic car this whole time and this is your first time getting 
in to a manual transmission, right? Looking at things differently, then you're going to feel kind of weird. It's going to feel odd, but try it anyway. Because we burn ourselves out when we don't take a look at these situations and ask ourselves the questions that we need to change things up. Okay, so back to this example with my client. So we got the specifics. Her brain told her these things that she wanted, that they weren't possible. And I'm going to offer to you that that's 100% normal. Your brain is going to say, it's just not possible. I can't do it. There's no way I can change that. This is just the way it is. But whatever we want to do that we're not accustomed to seeing or doing in our life always seems impossible to our brain. Think about the light bulb, right? Like we already had the candle, so we could have just, you know, toughed it out, right? Reading with the candle, even if, you know, they weren't all that bright, right? But really, that was making things harder than it needed to be because we created a light bulb. Well, not me personally, but you know what I mean. But we tell ourselves things like, well, maybe we should just buy more candles or make the wick bigger, right? (laughs) But that's not going to solve the overall problem. Like, think about how much easier our life is because we have a light bulb, right? There's very few, few people at the time were saying that there could be a better way, but this is true for just about every invention. There's always a better way. Same thing with your law practice. So I asked my client some questions and I asked her what might get in the way of you creating time for you and your associates on Saturday nights. Like what could come up, right? This is a good question for you to ask yourself. So when I mention these questions, start asking them of yourself in those particular situations where you're dreading the timing of things. You don't want the way you're going to feel, like you dread the way you're going to feel when a particular project comes on your calendar, right? Like think about it, okay? So in this particular issue where she wanted to create time for Saturday nights, her brain was telling her things like, well, our client's going to call and want an update. They're going to call on Friday. They're going to want an update. We're going to have to work that night. We're going to have to work Saturday. You know, they're going to call us on Saturday night. They're going to want an update. You know, those kinds of things. And so then I just asked, well, what do you have control over that can mitigate that? And having a client meeting scheduled for Friday was a great way to mitigate the possibility that the client would contact them on Saturday and then they'd all have to gather and they'd have to talk about things and they'd have to set up a meeting for Saturday night, right? Send out emails on Saturday night, check emails on Saturday night. This is just like one interesting thing to look at because the solution is so simple, but oftentimes we do not even ask ourselves if there is a way to mitigate the possibility of us working on a Saturday night or not getting sleep or, you know, whatever our worst case scenario is for a project, can we mitigate what's happening there? Because once she realized that that was what her brain was telling her is she was going to have to work Saturday night because of a client maybe contacting them for an update, she could easily go back and say, okay, well, I can schedule my team meetings and an update with a client on Friday. Boom. Saturday nights are free. Done. Right? That is the power of just asking yourself these kinds of questions. Let's go ahead and look at the second issue. So she thought that getting sleep during the week of this project was out of her control too, but we took a look at that to see if there was anything she could get proactive about instead of just letting the pieces of the deal fall where they may. 
I asked her what specifically she was concerned would happen. And the reason I asked this, just so that you have a side note, is that the reason our brain expects things to happen is oftentimes because that's the pattern that we see over and over again. So if you know that there is a pattern of someone that you work with, maybe they're your boss, right? Or maybe it's you or it's your assistant, right? You notice that there is a pattern that doesn't create um, what it is you want. So maybe it's sleep. Maybe it's not checking your emails on the weekend, right? Just kind of notice that there might be a pattern there and you might be able to ask yourself these kinds of questions around that pattern and see if you can mitigate what's going on there. You can ask yourself, like, is there a way that I can mitigate the consequences of what I usually see as a pattern? So when I asked her what specifically she was concerned would happen that would prevent her from sleeping during the week, she said that they would hold talks with the client all day and then they would start doing work as attorneys in the evening and then they would turn that work into the partner that night and then the client would want to have more talks late into the evening because they would respond almost immediately to the um, email with what they had been talking about. And so I asked something like, is that really in the best interest of the client or the attorneys on the project? Or something like, um, what do you see as being the most effective use of your time on that night, right? Because her response was like, no, it's not going to be in their best interest for the attorneys or the client. And it's not the best use of their time on that night. And so then I could ask her, well, what would that be? And so her response was getting sleep, right? Like making sure the associates are rested up because it's a long week. It's not as if it's just this one night that this is going to be happening. Working on the project and that evening, but then putting fresh eyes on the same project the next morning and letting the client think, like sleep on it, right? Think about what had happened during the day to address what had happened with a fresh perspective in the morning. And then once everybody comes in fresh, rested, and having thought about the issues, they would have an even better start to the next day. They would have even more that they could be talking about the next day. But her brain had originally said it was not possible. Let's take her brain to the next step, right? So then her brain said the senior partner wouldn't make that happen. And so I asked her, well, how might you be able to make that happen? And the obvious answer to her was to talk to them and outline what we had just talked about, like how beneficial it would be for all parties involved if they just planned ahead of time what was going to happen. Okay, well, we're going to work on this into the evening. And you can even work on something into the evening, guys, and you could put on the email stamp four in the morning and schedule your email and the client will never know. They'll think you were working on it all night. So if you really want them to think you were working all night on it, you can do that without actually staying up all night, okay? So she realized like, okay, I can talk to my partner and maybe they agree and maybe they don't. But she can be proactive and try to get what she wants and what's in the best interest of all the parties involved. And if she frames it in that way to a partner, that partner is then has something to hang their hat on and say, oh, you know what? You're right. Right. So whether or not they do it or not, that's out of your control. But you can be proactive to attempt to influence those situations. 
So the last part of the equation here was her feeling more in control and less overwhelmed when it came to thinking about this project. And when we coached on it, she recognized that she had all the answers there too, right? She would just write out what she needs to get done or needs to get discussed, prioritize their order, schedule meetings as needed, and communicate with associates as needed, right? Look at the difference here, okay? So let's look at toughing things out versus making things harder than they need to be, okay? So toughing things out, if you looked at it this way in these situations, would have looked like letting the client run the calendar and your time so you can't take time off. You can't even rest when you're working on something. It would have looked like letting the senior partner do whatever they normally do, whatever the client normally does, and take the chance that the client wants late night meetings that prevent everyone from getting sleep. Toughing things out would have looked like pushing through the feelings of overwhelm instead of recognizing that they are a signal that you need to get what's in your brain down on paper and get to work. So these are so subtle that it's so tough for people to see where we're making our lives harder than they need to be. I do it too, okay? This is why I have a coach. Your life can be so much easier if you just start noticing where you feel overwhelmed or stressed or and start asking yourself why, right? That brings me to the very beginning of this episode when I asked you, how are you feeling? How do you feel? If you can start recognizing like, oh, I'm feeling a little tense in my shoulders, right? You don't even have to be able to label it yet, like overwhelm or stress or anxiety. You might not even be there yet. Sometimes I even have difficulty getting into what is this emotion? And I have to get really curious and ask myself, what is that I'm feeling? (laughs) It's like, okay, I'm feeling tension. Why? Why am I feeling tension? And that'll get your brain asking questions and you can start to see, oh, maybe this doesn't have to be so hard. Maybe I can make this project easier. So you can start uncovering whether you're deciding that you want to tough something out that can't be changed or if you're making your life harder than it needs to be because you're going to be able to tune in, okay? If you're working on a project and you're feeling overwhelmed, tune into that. Don't ignore it. Don't push through it. That's your signal to say, hey, let's let's take a look at what's going on in my brain. Is it because I'm not getting the sleep I need? Why am I not getting the sleep I need? Like, is it because... I don't know, I haven't prioritized things. What do I need to do to start prioritizing? How can I make this simpler for myself? Like really dig in there. And if you want help with this, book a call with me. You can book a call at dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. Speaking as someone who made my life a lot harder than it needed to be, I can tell you that there are so many ways that you can make your life easier right now. Listening to this episode is one of them. Asking yourself those questions is one of them. It takes asking ourselves the right questions to start this process, and that's what I do with my clients. All right, my friend, I hope this helped you make your practice a bit easier this week. This is something that is near and dear to my heart. You can totally make your life easier. It's up to us to initiate this kind of change in our firms because it is old school out there, my friends. We got to bring it in new. (laughs) Okay. I hope you have a great week. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.